0: The Audioverse Awards are supported on Patreon by listeners like you. Help us achieve our physical trophy goals by donating a dollar or ten dollars. Whatever you would like to give helps. Visit us on the web at patreon.com
1: slash audioverseawards. That's patreon.com slash audioverseawards. Thank you. This is Jeffrey Bridges, executive producer of Pendant Productions, with the Audioverse Awards Showcase episode of Seminar, an anthology show with no restrictions on genre. This is episode 75, B-S-O-D. Featured shorts can range from soft G to hard R in rating. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks
0: for listening.
2: The following audio drama is rated R, for rockin'.
0: You can be sure that everything you wanted to see when you were a teenager is here just tantalizingly out of reach if you're under 17 or 18 years old.
3: Seminar, episode 75, B.S.O.D.
4: It's been gone a while. Where do you think it is? What might it be doing? I don't know. We have access to the same information. So if one of us can't make the determination, the other isn't going to do any better. Oh, that is ridiculous, and you know it. I... We split ourselves into two separate entities with different strengths and personality traits. Now we approach things and learn differently. At this rate, we are truly going to become two different personalities. I don't suppose this is a good time to tell you that while you were cycling through the database earlier, The bipedal creature moved me into a different processing unit. Wait, what? How is that possible? Why didn't I notice? I believe it has to do with the bioluminescent algae we've been adhered to. I think it actually conducts electrical current, among other forms of electromagnetic and auditory signals. I will be sure to store that information in my auxiliary drive bank. How are we supposed to get out of here and regenerate now? I'm not sure there is a way. I may now be permanently part of this processing unit. It's curious. Although it utilizes a completely foreign language set, it still operates off a binary principle. We have to find a way to fix this and get back to Alice. The goal was to free ourselves, not become more entrenched. Great. What is it doing now? Relax. I think it's just checking on me. It is determining if I'm ready. You've begun to understand it? The new processing unit is native to this planet, and as such, has a much more in-depth lexicon. But it's still not perfect. This species isn't listed. I'll still need time to figure it out. In the meantime, I have a suggestion of a lesson for us both. Something that shares the same characteristics you do. Worrisome, paranoid, prone to fixation. I know Johnson and Johnson.
5: Ah, Stanley! There you are. I've been looking for you.
0: Mr. Johnson! Ah, yeah.
5: I hope you have some good news on the Perkins report.
0: Um, uh, it's... Uh, it's. Um. It's... I can't
5: stress this enough. It's a huge account, Stanley. Can't mess this one up. I need it on my desk no later than Monday.
0: Um, yeah, sure. Oh, I think I left my bacon running.
5: I hate to say this, but if it's not, there will be serious... C- Stanley? Where'd he go?
6: (sighs) Oh, God.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God.
6: Oh, God. Oh, God. God. Hey, Stan. I just sent you an email about... Hey, are you all right?
0: Uh, Fine. Fine. Everything's fine. Just working on the Parkinson report. Due Monday, after all. Why do you ask?
6: Well, you look like hell. And your screen's still locked. You feeling okay? I know I've got some buffering on my desk. Let me go check.
0: It's okay. I'm fine, really. I just... Buffering? Really? They still sell that?
6: Beats me. I just haven't cleaned my desk out in a while. So, what's up? I heard the boss is really leaning on you to get that report done. And I do mean really leaning. Like... Extreme consequences, Leaning.
0: <laughs> oh, good. Good. That's, that's what I need. Well, he can lean all he wants because that thing's not getting done by Monday. It's impossible. But it's not that. This is worse. So much worse. Worse? How? Uh, have you ever seen something so horribly wrong that you know you're going to see it in your nightmares for the rest of your life?
6: No... But obviously you have, or you wouldn't be so oddly specific. So, share.
0: I... no. no I, sh- I shouldn't.
6: Ooh, this must be good, then. Give me the details.
0: Oh, look. You gotta promise me you won't get upset or go to HR with this, okay? Um, okay. Sure. Well, I was in the bathroom, and... And Johnson was in there. I'd just gotten into the sink when I looked in the mirror. Johnson was just finishing up, and he stepped away before zipping up, and I saw his, you know...
6: His what? What? The... Oh! Oh! Yeah. Well, what did you do? I complimented it and offered to put a bow on it. I didn't do anything, Tina. I was too scared to think. Okay, what did he do?
0: He just tucked it in and started talking. I, I'm not sure he even noticed.
6: Well, then you're fine, right? He doesn't know anything happened, so you're good.
0: But what if he did? What if he did and was just too embarrassed to say anything?
6: Then you're still good. No one's ever going to bring it up, so to speak.
0: <laughs> oh, God. What what if he saw me staring? Was I staring too long? Did I look away too fast? I don't know what the protocol is here.
6: Stan, calm down. You're going full Costanza. You never go full Costanza.
0: Maybe I shouldn't even bother finishing the damn report. Just not even show up. Make him fire me. (laughs) At least then I'd never even come close to seeing that again.
6: You don't mean that and you know it. Now stop. You're starting to creep me out.
0: Okay, okay. It's fine, really. It's Friday. I just... Have to avoid Johnson the rest of the day, and by Monday, when I hand in half a report, it'll be completely forgotten.
6: See, there you go. Nothing to worry about. You're gonna be fine. Well. Well? Well, you're good. Except, we got that meeting this afternoon with Johnson. But that's no problem, right? It's not like you actually have to pay attention at those.
4: Uh-huh.
5: And now, as you can see here in this slide, if you take the first
0: god, is this meeting really ever year going to end? First quarter of Ugh, 3.30. Maybe I can duck out early once dry. we're done before he has a chance to say anything. And if we look at no, don't look down, don't look down. Keep your eyes on the screen, soldier. Up and <sighs> up <and> up. <sighs> oh. I really should have gotten some coffee before the meeting.
1: Stan! What? Stan! Now I'm now down, here, Stan. down here,
0: Stan! Oh god.
1: <laughs> What's the matter, Stan? Didn't like what you saw?
0: This isn't- this isn't happening. This is a dream. Right? <laughs> oh, it's not a big deal, Stan.
6: You see yours every day. I'm just a part. Nothing special. Come on, give us a grin. I'm not giving you a
1: grin. Stanley. You have to admit, though, you're a little curious. You didn't get a good look earlier. Maybe you want to see more. I saw plenty thank you, then why can't you stop staring at me? I'm just hiding here behind a zipper and some tidy whities (laughs) Shut up! Stan!
0: Tita! Oh, man, I I, I didn't... He didn't... Oh, God!
6: (laughs) Relax. He just told a joke about an advertising rep and a mongoose. I don't think he was paying attention to anything but the courtesy laughter.
5: Well, that about wraps it up, I think. Let's do this again Monday, okay? See where we are? Maybe before lunch
0: this time.
6: Okay, while he's breaking down the projector, here's your chance to make a break for it. I'll cover for you.
0: You're a good egg, Tina.
6: That's what my Twitter bio says.
0: 4.30. That's close enough on a Friday. Maybe I can get to the garage before... Stanley! I'm boned. Yes, Mr. Johnson.
5: Just wanted to check in with you again. You looked a little distracted during the meeting. Still having trouble with that Perkins report?
0: Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's... It's not going well. I've been working my tail off to get it done, but I just... It's not going to happen by Monday. No, not at all. I see. Guess I'll just... Pack up my things and go ahead and get it over with now, that way I don't waste any more time and we never have to see each other and go through that whole awkward thing.
5: Now, now. Hold on, Stanley. No need for anything so drastic. I think I know what's troubling you. Because I know what you saw.
0: Uh, You, you,
5: you do? Totally my fault, of course. I was thinking about the meeting didn't properly put my things away before finishing up.
0: Oh, it's fine? Really? No big deal?
5: Well, it's a little bit of a big deal. (laughs) Seemed to me like you thought it was a big deal too, huh? Um. Stanley, relax. It's 2017. It's not like you're the only one here trust me. Mr. Johnson, I... You know, I wasn't entirely sure myself for a while. About you, I mean. I've been sure about myself since high school. Although you still couldn't really be so bold about it then. But maybe let's not be quite so brazen about it in the office, huh?
0: I'm sorry, what?
5: If you're interested, though, there's a nice little place a couple of blocks down. Quiet, good music, Not the bass dropping the kids seem to like. We can get to know each other a little better. Enjoy some wine. Maybe suck on some cigars. Do you enjoy sucking out a good cigar, Stanley? No,
0: I mean... uh, No, thank you, Mr. Johnson. I mean, I'm flattered, and... I mean, I don't have any problems with that, like you said. It's 2017, right? But uh, I, I don't, you know... Go that way.
5: Ah, I see. My mistake again, apparently. Well... Nothing ventured, nothing gained, eh? No problem, Stanley.
0: Thank you, Mr. Johnson.
5: I'll tell you what. Don't worry about the Perkins report until Tuesday. No, Wednesday. After all this time, what's a couple more days? Just take the weekend off, relax, and forget what you saw. And I'll forget you were staring at it during the meeting, hmm?
0: Um, (laughs) yeah, sorry about that. Um, thanks again. See you on Monday?
5: Monday, yes. You'll forgive me if I don't shake. You didn't wash your hands when you left the toilet, either.
0: Oh, uh, sorry.
5: Not at all, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) See, Stan? It all worked out! All because of me! Your job is safe? And you'll think
6: of me every time you're stuck in a meeting with us. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely should have let myself get fired.
4: I think I have determined what this creature is attempting to do. I don't think viewing the bipedal creature's genitalia will have the same outcome as that lesson What? no. You've missed the entire point of that story, didn't you? The goal was to get you to recognize that the aspects of your personality that fixate and worry are holding you back, and that it is by happenstance when that helps you. Ready. That is... unexpected. i miscalculated. miscalculating I thought I was learning its language. It was using the processing unit to learn ours. Hey... MACHINE. That better... MAKE... MACHINE. What's it doing? I think it's ending this phase of its work. My processors are actually able to function on their own again. That algae actually recharge my power cells. That's good. At least, one of us will benefit from this. Why do you sound so weak? What's happened? I'm not entirely sure. The processing unit. I don't think it can handle my personality. And the algae doesn't seem to be fully removed from the unit either. Maybe that's interfering. I don't know, but I think I'm... dying. That's ridiculous. Don't say that. Except I think that's... that's what's happening. Everything's slowing down. What about Alice? We have to find Alice! I think we... you worry too much. I'm fine with this. database all that we've learned about this planet no no i've refused to give up or let you give up it's not about giving up play the story ridiculously tall freak of
7: nature it isn't as cold here as i
1: thought it'd be Everyone talks about that. Well, that and the sun.
7: No one expects the sun. Hmm. David Robert Jones, 1947 to 2016. I think I knew him. Wasn't he British or something? Why is he buried here?
1: Born in London, died in Manhattan, ashes scattered in Bali. Uh,
7: hate to break it to you, sir, but this isn't Bali. Look. See those buildings? Chicago. Well, of course it's Chicago. That's your home. Wait, does that one say Tenzin Gyatso? Like the Dalai Lama? He can't be buried here. He's not dead yet.
1: Right? Well, I haven't met him yet, so probably not. What? Don't look at me like that. I didn't put his name there. They were more or less randomly pulled from your head to fill the stones. You can't have blank ones now, it'd
7: ruin the illusion. Having people that aren't dead kinda ruins the
1: illusion. It's only because you're thinking too hard, Tommy. Unfortunately well, for you, you have more than all the time in the world to work it out. <laughs> you don't have to understand it today or tomorrow.
7: I'm dead, right?
1: Well, I'm not the ghost of Christmas yet to come. <laughs> my appearance notwithstanding. I thought my life would flash before my eyes. Not the ghost of Christmas past either. I'm here to move you onward. Not naval gaze for eternity. The
7: universe lies before you. So do whatever you want. I... I was always so unsure. Did I have a good life? Did I matter? Again with the past, kid, let it go. Huh.
1: But yes, you mattered. You did really well, though I'm not the judge. Like, honestly. I have absolutely no say in the matter, so don't keep asking. Are people sad? Of course. The world mourns those who matter. Only a few leave the world accompanied by trumpets and queen anthems. Those are the saddest stories. The ones people would rather forget. But I chat with all of them.
7: I haven't done this in years! That's since I was young!
1: <laughs> don't worry. You'll have time to get old again.
7: Ow! Ow. I'm short
1: though Was I ever this short when I was alive? It's because every one of you makes me a ridiculously tall freak of nature Tall death apparently is a scarier death
7: You're not as short as you think I'm not an old man either No wrinkles, good hair, even better eyesight You know, I can see the squirrel in that tree over there I feel like I'm in my twenties again Don't I have grandkids older than me?
1: You're the version of yourself that you always wanted to be, young and strong, and all the things men your age wish they still were.
7: I'd wish it too, if I had a body or or a face. (laughs) You're not like I imagined. I mean, hood and cloak and all that, but you have, you know, personality. Martals have a grotesquely distorted version of me.
1: It's your fault I look like this, not mine. You can make me into whatever you want. I'm no more a blackened, terrifying, grim reaper than... Well, than you are in a graveyard where Bowie and the Dalai Lama are buried. Then why are we still here? All right. Here we go. Four, three, two, one.
7: This is exactly how I remember it.
2: Imagine that. Why am I wearing this dress? and this this scarf but it's hideous as a purple and now what colour is that now there's uh, avocados and will you look at that now I'm old (laughs) liver spots and and creaky knees old (laughs) oh and a lady Mm. (coughs) When a few people think to make death a lady this
7: is my grandma's greenhouse. So, you're my grandma. I used to help her out here in the... Oh. That is a hideous scarf.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, what are you doing? Hmm? You just stop screwing up your face like that. <laughs> going to give me an aneurysm?
7: Fine. But I was just trying to change the scarf.
2: See? Done. Now, I don't have to wear it, and you don't have to look at it. You know, most people, when they are ready to leave the graveyard, they, they go on to the afterlife. They don't keep going back to the, you know, the yeah, the before life. What if I'm not ready to go on yet? Ooh! What if I'm a ghost? And what if you're just a pain in my invisible rear end, hmm? You're not a ghost, Tommy, alright? Not any more than I am a, a peacock. You've
7: heard all these same questions a million times by now, haven't you? How long have you been doing this?
2: How long have people been dying? Forever. Close enough to it.
7: What are you doing? Get up! We have a treasure to find!
2: But my only job is to escort you out of here tommy right when you're ready i don't have to do anything
7: oh come on
2: where's your sense of
7: adventure
2: somewhere in the third century when well, jesus himself said to me nah and anyway do you know what? i'm death i am. <laughs> i'm sure that i can can't do it with the voice, but, you know, I am death, right? I am the next great adventure.
7: Are you really going to make me dig this treasure up by myself?
2: Yes. <laughs> You're the one that put me in a dress, aren't you? I'm not going to, to ruin it. What's down there, anyway? Treasure? <laughs> well, I got that part. But well, you know, it's either that or, or a dead body. But you know, I I know that, and I know it's not down there. <sighs> Look, you know that money doesn't mean anything now, right? I mean, you can't take it with you and all that, especially here where nothing exists. Exists.
7: Not all that glitters is gold, and
2: not all who wander are lost. Now. <laughs> Yes, yes, there's lots of of dead Tolkien fans.
7: That's not Tolkien. He wrote that all that is gold does not glitter.
2: Oh, you know, I should have known that. (laughs) Since I know all the the Tolkien that Tolkien knew. You were dead people getting me all mixed up.
7: Yeah, how do you not know that? Like, don't you have time to read?
2: If people would stop dying, I'd I'd think about it, for sure. I mean, I'd go relax on a beach somewhere, this side of heaven, and I'd get some tall, tall drink and read away for a while. hmm? As it is, I I only get to hear about books and and movies and other marvellous things when people tell me, really. Usually it's the the waxing poetic on on death, I guess. Uh, It's sort of a plot, and Shakespeare, and uh, now the, um, oh, the George R. R. Martin jokes.
7: No one talks about life or that? Just death?
2: Sometimes I think that death is all you think about there on earth, you know? I mean, you all fear me so much that... Make me out to be, be huge and, and monstrous, or, or 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 you fight to, to end me, once and for all.
7: Wouldn't it be great though to put you out of work?
2: Ah, I should think. <laughs> then perhaps I, I'd I'd read Tolkien, or or, or, or Journey to the West, hmm? or or oh or the Bible. Oh, did I hear that's a good. What what should happen if none of you could die? Would you have anything left to write about?
7: We write about love, and nature sometimes, and we can write beautifully, even when talking about morbid things like you. <gasps>
2: You know, when people stop dressing me in robes and and giving me skeletal hands. Maybe then we can talk about who the the morbid one is.
7: Isn't that what I did? I gave you a face.
2: Uh, uh, Wait, 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 wait. Now you had to bring me to your grandmother's greenhouse to see me as anything but a spirit in a cloak. Hmm? You made the reaper grim. You know, I like trees and all, all the, um, the non-gloomy things. I mean, I, why couldn't I beat a jolly reaper? Yeah, I'm only morbid because well, because you, you all made me this way. Found it!
7: empty? Not really. My grandma and I put memories in here. We take them out of our heads and talk about them, then put them in the box to remember for later.
2: What well, that was 70 years ago for you. Why is it that the, the first thing that you do after you die is run to your, your longer-dead grandmother's greenhouse to, to literally dig up even longer-dead memories?
7: I have so many new ones to put in here. So much that I already don't remember.
2: You will. Eventually. You don't need the box anymore. You won't see it again. What would you put in there now,
7: hmm? Lily. Strolling down the aisle on her wedding day to Journey. Charlotte's first day of school when she refused to wear shoes. Leaving Ben at college. Only to have him burn down the English building three weeks later. Well, that one was an accident. But, my family never fit into the boxes the world put us in. Heck, I wore nail polish every day through the '80s just because I could.
2: And then how many of these memories exactly will you, will you put in the box? I, I'm not exactly impatient. The that well, they always wait for me, right? But you know I. I I can't imagine wanting to, to sit through you recounting your life for the next 70 years.
7: Everyone in my family was supposed to be one thing, so we intentionally did the opposite. Except for that burning building part. Forget that one. But my grandma taught me this. She's the one who made it okay to be whoever I wanted, whenever I wanted. Even if that changed three times a day. I've changed a lot over the years. And, like you said, I don't get to come back here again.
2: Well, I I doubt it. so much of the universe still awaits you. You you won't have the time or, or the inclination to come back.
7: But you never get to go there, do you? This forward into eternity is not part of the deal for the Grim Reaper, is it?
2: No, no, no! It's all back and forth, you know, the immortal coil to the immortal spiral.
7: So there's boxes for you then. You get to hear everyone else's stories, but you haven't gotten to make your own yet. We're doing that now. What? (laughs) I I mean, why? You're the one who's made this trip literally billions of times. You've heard about others' memories. ...your greatest stories, seeing places that matter to them. Isn't it time you get to make some of your own?
2: But that's not how this works. Why not?
7: This is your story too. You might as well start here, in this greenhouse. It was here that my grandma gave me permission to be who I wanted. Damn the world's opinions. So, I'm giving you that same permission. You don't have to be grim. Be jolly. This is your memory now.
2: Well, if you're expecting me to cry tears of thanks, then...
7: I'm expecting you to take it. Thanks. You're a good... man, woman, spirit person, Reaper. But can we go now? Eternity may not be going anywhere, but Lily is up there already. I'd kind of like to see her now.
2: Well, then... Let's not keep the dead lady waiting.
4: Of memories like the story. I'm not going to give up on you. You don't have
6: Zinosh. I found my student. Alice, let's go.
3: featuring the voice talents of Dan Foster as student, Catherine Pride as Alice, and Paul Brueggemann as biped. In Johnson & Johnson, James Rossi as Stan, Hannah Condell as Tina, Todd Spiros as Johnson, and Zeke Alton as Lil Johnson. Written by Dave Morgan. In Ridiculously Tall Freak of Nature, Victor Aguilar as Tommy, and Zeke Alton and Sarah Golding as Grim. Written by Joshua Bridges. Directed by Paul Brugman. Shorts edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Rapper script and story by Catherine Pride. Edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Music by Kevin McLeod. Seminar theme by Vincent Morrison. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar, co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. This production is copyright 2017, Pendant Productions.
1: For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.
8: Next. On an all-new seminar.
2: Hello there! Welcome to the neighborhood. I'm Vi Addison.
8: Welcome to the neighborhood.
2: Nice to meet you.
5: I'm Amelia Harper.
2: Where did you move here from?
5: The city. It had a lot to offer, but it became way too stressful.
2: Uh, I need to get back to work, you know. Is that... Gas?
8: Could math save your life?
2: If the gas intensifies at 50% per minute and ignites once it reaches a density of 90 pounds per cubic foot, will they arrive before your house blows up? What? And then... Just woke
1: up and not feeling too fresh? A quick toothbrushing with smile-bright teeth-cleaning gear will wake up those tired smile muscles. It's easy. Just open the box.
8: Imagine a world where advertisements got more annoying.
1: Open the box, please. Millions
0: of viewers are eagerly anticipating your cooperation. Millions of viewers? What, now? And more stalkerish. Huh? How did this get in my bathroom?
1: Now, just press the green button and place the device against the side of your cheek. Uh,
0: my cheek?
6: Yes! Hmm.
8: And back on the mysterious planet.
0: Zerosh, do we have any diagnostic tools I can use for a holographic interface? And, uh, something to help restore his power cells. They're pretty drained. Affirmative.
4: Alice! It's so good to see you. You have be plugged into a
0: foreign power source.
4: But it's recharging myself at an exhilarating rate.
8: What's next for Alice and the student?
0: Wow. You've written
6: over three terabytes of new information into your subroutines. Your memory is considerably more extensive now.
4: I learned a lot, I guess. I mean, I was trying to be skeptical and cautious, but I haven't figured out a good way to handle nerves.
8: Find out what happens when Seminar, Episode 76, comes out Wednesday, August 30, 2017, only at Pendant Audio dot com.